ladies and gentlemen, and now it's Too Late with Alan Mosley. Hey! Imagine having driven across the country to see your internet friends. I mean, when we were growing up, there was only two kinds of people on the internet. There were hacker mans, and there were rapists. <laughs> and the hackers were going to rape you too. So you didn't talk to them. You certainly didn't go see them. And speaking of seeing them, I'm joined, as always, by the number one producer in Late Night. That's Dave Willimowski. Dave! Hey! I'm here. Dave, how are you doing? Oh. Supposed to prepare for this part, huh? Yeah, get your note. Get, get, get oh, the note. Get oh. the note. All right, hold on. Dave, how are you doing? I'm doing great. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great day. Got to hang out with some of my friends yeah. that I've never seen before. This is amazing. That You know, that's the thing is that so for the people that came that like they do some sort of anonymous avatar on their social media, you're like John 062626 <laughs> exclamation mark. We've got you now. Yeah. We're tagging you in every picture. <laughs> um I mean, you heard the helicopters. We got the feds here. It's it's done deal. Dave, I can see you. Like, not on a screen. I can yeah. see you. Yeah, I'm right here. It's wild. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I like it. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't it's, yeah, this uh, isn't... Let's, guys, let's pack it up. Yeah, that's, yeah. We, we tried. We tried really hard. We'll, we'll stream it. <laughs> we, just, we always do, because the show's always live. You guys know that, right? Uh, boy, I really do appreciate everybody doing that, though. You know, we were going around the crowd, figuring out where everybody was from, getting our geography lessons, because as it turns out, outside of, like, the immediate southeast, when I would say, oh, you're from Texas, that's three days away, isn't it? I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know. Turns out a lot of people are actually a lot closer to us than we thought they were, which that's creepy in a different sense. <laughs> that's, that's a little bit troubling. But my friend Dave has come all the way across the country. So many people are here that came all the way across the country to be a part of this, to help out with this. And they're still here, by the way. That's they're still here tonight because we're right on time, aren't yeah. we? Oh, yeah. This is exactly when we expected to be doing the show. Looks good. Yeah. <laughs> um, boy, you could wait for the guest segment to start yelling. <laughs> Mike Meharry. Um, this is the fourth annual It's Too Late live show. And every year we've done this in the past. We did it at my old friend Blake Osborne, his studio. They always took place in March because they always coincided with like an every 50th episode. The 50th was there. The 100th was there. The 150th was there. And we decided this year, you know, what if instead of doing like it's just a night thing, we pack into the studio, we do a show, then we, we leave. And it's like, man, everyone came such a long way for one night. What if instead of doing that, we do it later in the year, the weather will be nicer, which it was fantastic here at the Private Bonhoeffer Computer Club in Middle Tennessee, and make it more like a family reunion. And I felt that. I really did. I felt that that's kind of what this was today. So I really appreciate that a lot. So now that we've got that out of the way, uh, about abortion. Let's <laughs> get into um, it. Like, so if you... If you want more children to be alive, I, like, I'm not saying slavery. I'm not saying sell the children. No. I'm saying sell no. the parental rights to the children. That's not the same. Like, a parent doesn't yeah. own the child, right? They're the parental guardian for a number of years. <laughs> Do you want the baby alive or not? And everyone says that I'm a neo-confederate and I support slavery and all. I don't, I don't get it. 
I don't understand. <laughs> but these are old jokes. We've done these jokes before. I think we did these same abortion jokes last year. So we're not going to do abortion again this year. So anyway, about age of consent. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, back in the Bible days. I mean, I'm not really into that stuff. But like, I've got a guest tonight who who could probably educate us. I mean, they liked them young back then. So, I mean, I, oh, not not me. No. <laughs> No, I mean, not you liking them, but you're the expert to tell us how they liked them. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, there's a few people in particular that I want to make sure that I mention now so that we don't forget. And I say that really in particular because this particular version of the show, I don't have a monitor. I have no idea where we're at. I don't know what the time is. Oh, that's you're, my job. Dave, you're more in charge now than you've ever been, oh, you're my good, friend. You're good. Oh, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, so every single one of these shows we've ever done, I've always been joined by my friend Sherry Voluntary and Mike Meharry. They have been on, and they've appeared on all these shows. They've traveled across the country every single time for these shows. I mean, Sherry comes like across the state, but that's still the across the country, right? It's the same thing. Um, a shout out to our hosts this evening, Andrew and Camelia, here at the Private Bonacqua Computer Club allowing us to have this whole outdoor venue for everyone to hang out, separate into their little tribes, you collectivist pieces of shit. I don't get to visit with half of you. And then we, and then we do a show. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Andrew and Chameleon. Yeah. It's, it's also, by the way, it's also provided us a really unique opportunity because, you know, some people are culturally insensitive. And, 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 you know, sometimes like, here's the thing though. I don't always hold it against people because sometimes people just they're not really world known. They haven't traveled much. They haven't met a lot of different kind of people, so they don't really know the difference, right? And so when I was growing up here in Tennessee, you know, no one like what's what's a Jew? I don't know what a Jew is, and so they're like, well, you've got curly hair. Are you Jewish? And I'm like, well, there's there's a little bit more to it than that, I think, than having brown curly hair or whatever. And I said, what a great opportunity tonight. We've got Andrew here, who is Jewish, and you can see the differences between us. Now, so for instance, <laughs> you know, I, I have I have curly brown hair, but but Andrew's is a bit darker, you know, a little bit different kind of texture, you know. Um, you know, I've got this big Mosley nose, but it's, it's, it's different facial features entirely. You see a side by side, totally different. Um, I didn't kill our Lord Jesus Christ. That's another big one. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Now I know I have the right kind of audience here <laughs> versus the cars we're going to be seeing leaving down the driveway here in a couple of minutes. Wait for the headlights. Now you know what kind of show it is. Um, this is still kid friendly, though, right? What would? You're, yeah, you're walking my they, line. They but it's good. Like they don't get it. <laughs> this, this is. I would say we've been fairly personable so far. Yeah, it's it's hovering in the personable yeah. area. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? When you talk, you should have a camera on you. What do you think? Oh yeah, I'm never good at that. Oh, I did it again. Right. <laughs> go ahead and play it. Yeah, yeah. there it is. Right, yeah. No, but go ahead and play the other one because you messed up. <laughs> This is, this is Dave's first day. He's learning. It's all right. All right. Um, commercial break? Yeah, why not? I mean, you guys aren't actually going to see the commercials, 
but the people at home will because they didn't come and pay tickets. Fuck them, am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will be back with the meme of the week and the viewer mail right after this commercial break. Don't go away. Welcome back to the show. Hey, uh, hey, Dave. Yes, Alan. What time is it? It's time for Meme of the Week. Do you really know who your kids are talking to online? And you have to use an AR-15. Trust me, the voices in your head won't leave alone unless you do. Wow. <laughs> oh. That's not nearly as bad as the school shooting meme we had last no, week. So don't was, even give that me that face. Don't yeah. even give it. Yeah, no, it's that's fine. fine. That's that fine. was mild. They don't even know what it's about. It's fine. <laughs> Kids are fine. Um, but we do have a bonus meme. Check out the bonus meme. So, do you support the pardoning of Ross Albrecht? Well, I actually think it's a complex, multi-faceted, and she's out. Yeah. <laughs> Free Ross. Free Ross. Absolutely. Now, normally, this is the time of the show that we talk about our sponsor. And thank goodness, I remember to bring it right here. But we can't do the, we can't do the thing because we didn't set okay. up the camera, so That's we can't no do problem. the thing. But tonight's sponsor is Pat Crest Botanicals, which you can find at www.patcrestbotanicals.com. If you use promo code, it's too late, all one word, it's too late, you get 30% off. 30%? 30%. 30% Sherry! That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, 30% off. Uh, yeah, 30. That's almost a third, yeah. I think. Yeah, I was a history major. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's uh, 
patchrisbotanicals.com. There it is. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Promo code, it's too late. All one word. Dave. Yeah. Let's answer some viewer mail. Oh, we're doing viewer mail. <laughs> All right, uh, anyway, but it wouldn't be an annual live show without this lady right here. The former co-host of Postcards from Somalia. I'm try- uh, we're trying to do it again. I mean, well, w- me. I'm trying to <laughs> tell Sherry to waste another few years of her life doing it. My ho- co-host with Postcards from Somalia, Sherry Voluntary. Sherry, you're doing the viewer mail for us today. Yeah. Oh, let me get it. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We're all Christ. good southern ladies. Keep their yeah. goods. All right. Now, people left us viewer mail throughout the day today here at the live show, and these are the viewer mail questions that Sherry has picked. So if you don't hear your question, it was too damn retarded to be read on the show. <laughs> all right, Sherry, take it away. All right. Dear Alan and Dave, if you could have a robot sidekick built for the show, what would it be like, and what would you name it? And they didn't put their name, so. Oh. They were ashamed of this question. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's a callback to Craig Ferguson and Jeff Peterson, the gay robot skeleton. But I have a gay robot man, Dave, so. Hey. Yeah. Um, what kind of robot? Yeah. It, it doesn't say. It just says a robot sidekick. Drone. Drone. Okay. Those are, I mean, those are worth a lot of money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can sell it and make some money yeah. off the show. I mean, until it explodes on some brown kids, it's, <laughs> then it's not worth as much. One but of those drones. It's worth a lot of money. So I'm going to go with drone. Dave, did you have an answer? Uh, no. I mean, I don't need a sidekick. I am the sidekick. I know. This is, Dave, is, Dave is taken aback right now because a former number one producer yeah. in Late Night is here on the stage at the same time. I'm and shook. He, yeah. <laughs> feeling shook. They yeah. rolled up on you. But there was a 0% chance that Blake was going to be here, though. <laughs> God rest his soul. I wish we had a goat to walk by in the background. You're going to get a goat farm, Dave, once we're done. You. you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Next question. Okay. Dear Alan and Dave, how do you feel about women who carry dogs in their purses? Brian <laughs> Johnson. I mean, if she was a meaty enough woman, it would be like a Doberman or... Oh, man. You know, <laughs> you know. um, they're all, aren't they like always chihuahuas? Like, am I, am I wrong on that? Are they always chihuahuas pretty much? Terriers, something like that. Yeah. Thanks, Aunt Radham Andam Sakosin, out in the audience, just yelling out answers. Did, 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 the, did the tech, did it say, Dear Adam and Dave? No, it did not. Thank you. Um, Chihuahua's a good meat, though, right, Sherry? Uh, no, no comment. All right, all right. All right, we're moving on. Next question. Okay. Dear Alan and Dave, this one is from one of our younger viewers. Okay. Uh, what is your favorite candy? Chris Willimowski, and he put his age, nine. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's we did awesome. a we did a tier list, Dave. You and I, we did a tier list of our favorite candies, and it was like two and a half hours long. <laughs> it was. We really got down to it, yeah. That tier list was supposed to be the twenty minute segment of the show, but just the tier list was actually an hour and forty five minutes long. We talked that long about candy. Was it was it Reese's? Is that what is that what it was? I'm saying Reese cups. That seems right. That seems like what it should be. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying Reese cups. That's I'm, what I'm going with. I'm gonna have to go with Snickers because I need a little more Snickers. Yeah, more substance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just eat another Reese's. Like <laughs> there's two. All right. Yeah, I mean Snickers is not bad, but you know. Well, all right, Reese's or Snickers, we'll do that. Thank you, Chris. Dear Alan and Dave, mm-hmm. this one goes is right up your alley. Is dirty dishwater a soup? <laughs> In parentheses, there's more to it. If there's no soap in the water because you live in the South and can't afford soap. And this one was anonymous as well. Let me, let me see, yeah. see that one right there. All right. Um, <laughs> what was the next question? <laughs> How did that get through? Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, this one's good. Dear Alan and Dave, which is worse, mosquito bites or chiggers? Your slightly eaten friend, Justin. <laughs> Not that kind God of bless Justin for being here. Because <laughs> he ain't coming back, is he? <laughs> I, I, I'd say mosquito, right? Like, what's worse? Yeah, what's worse? Well, I um, hmm. the, <laughs> the only thing I can say is mosquito because I have no idea. He doesn't idea know what, what a chigger is. is. No. The quality of your producers is going downhill. I, I started getting producers from north of the Mason-Dixon line. Everything went to shit. All right. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. All right. Dave, say taco. Taco. Say bell. Bell. Say taco bell. Taco bell. No, it's not taco bell. It's taco bell. Taco bell. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's taco bell. Taco bell. No, it's taco bell. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's, let's do another question. All right. Here All right. we go. Dear Alan and Dave, do you think it's too late? Do you think the It's Too Late fourth annual live event would include a reference to Gilmore Girls? An <laughs> ominous. And I, had to, I was bribed to take that mm-hmm. yeah. question. So. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, I would, I would do a cheeky reference right now. I've never seen it. never seen that show. So... Yeah, yeah, same. I've, I've never seen it. Didn't even make like a top 100, did it? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it was on our list at all. Yeah. There's no places I, I mean, remember. There, there was a lot of good shows that were on yeah. there, but I don't think that was one of them. Yeah. We lo- we forgot Wings, dude. <gasps> we, forgot, we forgot Wings and Married with Children. Yeah, we're going to have to redo that whole thing. Yeah. Let's... We're going to do... Let's kill this. Two. Let's just redo yeah. the sitcom tier list. I think it should yeah. still be on there. All right. We're just, we'll redo it. All right. Uh, let's move on. Okay. This one is by Mary Wilnowski. Okay. Oh, I like her. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Let yeah. me see it. Yeah. All right. Mary Lil- Wilnowski writes, Dear Alan and Dave, Uh-oh. <laughs> who is your current celebrity crush? Oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Dave, you got a celebrity crush right now? Thank you. My, my current celebrity crush is Mary Willemowski. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a bitch answer. Actually, yeah, I haven't watched any movies or shows or anything recently mm-hmm. that, that caught my eye. So, Mary, yeah. is he lying? 
Oh. <laughs> oh, you like redheads, Dave? That's, yeah. 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 Yeah, we've discussed that. Yeah, Queen's Gambit, yeah. Yeah. That chick looks like an alien, though, for God's sakes. A little bit. They, yeah. They, they, they did her up pretty nice in, the, in that show, but outside of that, yeah, I didn't know it was the same person. It's weird that you're agreeing with me how hideous she is, but <laughs> she is your celebrity crush. It, it's some kind of studio magic, yeah. All right, okay, all right, yeah. Studio magic, we won't know a goddamn thing about that. Yeah. Um, all right, next one. Okay. Dear Alan and Dave, which scenario is more frightening? A, trees gain sentience and the ability to speak, or B, the moon can whisper your thoughts to others? What was that first one? So we're either going to have treants from Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. Or the moon whispers your thoughts to other people. Who the hell wrote this? Yeah, we got to... No, no name again. These yeah. people are ashamed of their questions. Story. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I have, to, I have to think thoughts. I don't need yeah. the moon <laughs> repeating them back. I, I, would, I guess I'd rather have the treants. And what are they doing? They're just they just walk around oh, they just, with they just walk around with hobbits. It's it's a whole thing. They're pretty nice, as, weren't they? I mean, not if you chop down trees, they're not. I don't do that. We should okay. be good, right? Yeah. Right. You don't use any wood products, do you? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm still gonna go with the ends. What the hell are these questions? <laughs> like, that was pretty trippy. Like, this whole thing is based on, like, late night, and most people there are like, what's your favorite color? Here it's, would you rather fight a tree in or the moon? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. How many more do we got? That's it. Because that's Dave has to ruin his life still. Right. All right. None. That's it? That's it. We're out? We're out. Good news, Dave. What's that? So... We like to do like some stupid human tricks type stuff in the show every now and then. And one of the things we like to do, because it's just easy to do here at the desk, is like do a little taste testing. But we, we've done the hot chip challenge and all that crap. We're not doing that. But who here likes the beverage Mountain Dew? Woo! Yeah. I enjoy a good Mountain Dew. Listen to all the liars. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I found out... That there's three states in the country that rolled out this, this test product, Hard Mountain Dew. And wouldn't you know it, the state of Tennessee yeah. has Hard Mountain Dew. Oh. Yeah, I'm, right. <sighs> I'm not a big drinker myself, <laughs> but Dave! Yes, Alan? Are you ready to try Hard Mountain Dew? Yeah, man, I was born ready. All right, what do we got? What, been, what's on tap? I've been dying to crack this thing. Okay, all, all right. We've been... I've been waiting. You got a mix pack with a bunch of different flavors. I did, and I, and I got my, my lunchbox with me right here. Okay. So what do we got? I got a watermelon. Sounds terrible. Okay, watermelon. Baja Blast. Baja to Blast. Well, you can get that. a Baja Blast at Taco, Taco Bell. Bell. At Taco Bell, yeah. They, no. I think it's exclusively at Taco Bell. <laughs> and then uh, what is this one here? Oh, this is just, just traditional do. Okay. And then we got, uh, oh, of course. We wait, wait, have... Dave, hold on a second. Could y'all shut up? Everyone's <laughs> arguing about Taco Bell. And it's just Taco Bell. It's two words. There's a space on the sign. <laughs> There's a... It's Taco Bell. It's not Taco Bell. It's Taco Bell. I don't see what this is all about. It's Taco Bell. All right. I'm saying the, I'm, we're saying the same okay, thing. Okay, all right. Okay. Then what was, the, what was the last one? 
Now this this says black cherry, but you it's got to be code red, right? I that's got to be. Code I don't red. I don't know, man. All right, so all right. I'm not I'm not gonna drink all four of these. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I'm not, gonna, you don't I'm have to drink try. the whole thing. Yeah, that's a, yeah. Just just have a sip. Let's know. You're gonna cleanse your palate with the hot sauce. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I don't all right. Start, Which, what are you starting with? I'll start with the watermelon. All right, watermelon. Yeah. All right. My suit ruined. Should I spit out my gum? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I kid. All right. No, that's actually not bad. Really? Yeah. The watermelon, it tastes watermelony. Okay. With a hint of dew. Okay. And does not taste like alcohol at all. That's oh, oh, dangerous. that's bad for you, Dan. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're going to have some more. All right. Yeah, I stand by all that. Okay, all right. We'll set that aside. What's what's up? What's up next? Traditional, yeah. The all right. So this is just hard Mountain Dew. So it should be, yeah, citrus. Yeah. Like a what was that lemon drop? Y'all haven't had sun drop yet. Sun drop. Yeah. We're getting you sun drop oh, tomorrow. Yeah, we're we're, we're getting it tomorrow. That's fine. Like flat Mountain Dew. Oh, which might be because it was sitting out here. Oh, for a little. It's a little that's warm, a shame. But, but it's it doesn't have the bite of Mountain Dew, but it tastes like Mountain Dew. Also, not like alcohol. Oh. <laughs> All right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I yeah, saw some hesitation there between Baja Blast yeah, and Black. I yeah, I couldn't remember. Okay, the Cherry right. Blast. I don't think I'm going in the proper order. That's fine. Okay, Baja Blast. Okay. Which I can't remember the last time I was at Taco Bell, and I don't know if I ordered it there. <laughs> Sherry, you, you still up to be a producer? <laughs> All right. Well... Ah, that's my least favorite. Oh, Baja Blast yeah. is your least favorite. I hate to say it, but yeah. Ooh. It's, it's not... The audience who's never had the drink <laughs> is going, ooh. Yeah, it's not. It, it's, it's, it, it all has like the Mountain Dew flavor, but not mm -hmm. the, the, the crisp bite. Okay. Try it again. Yep. All right. Next scene's going to be awesome. Okay. Black cherry. Here we go. Yeah, code red. <laughs> it's it's code red. Yeah, just a little a little flatter. A little flatter code but red. But none of them taste like alcohol. So oh, these will ruin a party. All right, what I was think. your favorite? <laughs> it might have been the watermelon. It might have been the check. watermelon. Okay, yeah, let's check. Yeah. <laughs> no, flat, no, mountain dew. no, it's not the watermelon. Hold on, let me see. Okay. Let me try I, red again. I feel like you're really just <laughs> taking advantage of this now. Yeah. I'm not gonna drink them all. Yeah, it's probably the code red. Code red. Okay, code we'll red. take the code red in hand because you're going to need a drink, probably, my friend. Oh. <laughs> Our friend Danny from the Tennessee Hot Sauce Company made a limited edition. It's too hot with Alan Mosley hot sauce. Then I think most people Ooh. that bought any just like had him sign it, and they, it's just a souvenir. They didn't even open yeah. it. We said, well, we can't have that. Nobody even knows what it tastes like yet until Dave <laughs> knows what it tastes like. All right. Yeah. Have a burp. All right. Dave. Yeah. Yes, Alan. Are scorpion peppers hot? Does anybody know? Are scorpion peppers hot? Are those never? Yes. Yeah, it's something you don't ingest voluntarily. Yeah, Dave, those have scorpion peppers in them. So I heard him saying that. All right. Well, let's give it a shot. Are you joining me? I'll have a dab. You go first. All right. All right. <laughs> See if I survive. You know. Yeah. That, that... 
Man, because he, he he had his his whole lineup here, mm-hmm. and there a lot of really good flavors. And then yes. he had that one that was mm-hmm. like I, I ate it first, so I couldn't taste the heat on the rest of them because that was spicy. So no. Yeah. All right. I'm a little worried. Why I'm not I, worried at all. I don't even, I don't even remember like okaying this, but I don't remember yeah. a lot of things. So that's yeah. Fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, though. I look out for you. All right. <laughs> Do you though? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought you were just going to bottoms up, buddy. Was... No, All right. no, I'm, I'm... All right. We've got to finish the show. All right. All right. So, i got to overdo it. <laughs> so, it is, it, it's, a, it's a decent amount. All right. Bottoms up. All right. What was the flavor of this? It's just too hot. That's what it says. There's seeds in it. Oh. <laughs> That's how, yeah, that's how you know. It has a good flavor. It's like... I'm glad Danny gave you a seed, though. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's crunchy. (laughs) (laughs) How are we doing? How's it mixing with the watermelon and the black cherry? You know what? I think with the the, the whole one-chip challenge, I think that might have been, like, the mistake I made. I probably drank, like, a four loco and then ate the chip. (laughs) So I might be sweating on the bathroom floor in ten minutes. We'll find out what happens. Okay. It's it's not terrible. It it's it's hot. Like it's it's mm-hmm. warm in my whole mouth, but it's it's not violent. Yeah. Do you feel it? Oh, I feel Do it. Do you feel it inside you? Oh, I feel it. Yeah. Inside. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say that's a that's a really good sauce. Okay. It's got a real lingering heat that's still hanging oh. out and yeah, it's going to be Oh, there's we got some after heat. Yeah, there, I think huh? it's going to hang out for a while. Oh. <laughs> well, you're lucky that this is the like this is the end for you and we're doing the guest segment next oh, and I love that. Yeah, you can <laughs> take a moment to reflect on how the show's gone and all that good stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, so you, you want you want me to bring it? I to mean, you? yeah, yeah, you know, you, yeah, bring that to me and bring me a bottle of water, Dave. All right. While, while I'm making a list. Thanks, Dave. I actually didn't think he was going to do it. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going to. All right. Your next, Mahari. Not I mean not you don't have, not for the hot sauce but yeah, you know no. okay yeah yeah I don't think it's gonna ruin the show for you I think it'll be all right all right I won't I'll, I'll, I'll no yeah, just bring the bottle over here and the and the water all right I was actually just thirsty that's all. <laughs> Absolute mad lad. Guys, we're going to be back with Mike Meharry of the Tennessee Center right after this commercial break. Stick around.
guest this evening is the National Communications Director. Are we still going with that? I mean, yeah, that's it's the, that's the thing. He's the he's Bolden's guy. Yes, yes. He's exactly. Bolden's guy. Uh, content manager for Shift Gold. True. More important now than ever. Yep. Yep. Uh, he's still a hockey. He still plays goalie. Still a hockey goalie I at seventy three years old, oh, ladies wow. and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I tell you what. Ouch. You know what? He's also my best man at my wedding. How about that? This guy agreed to show up <laughs> at my wedding. Ladies and gentlemen. After doing four of these now. Yeah. <laughs> Bless your heart. My good friend, Mike Meharry, ladies and gentlemen. It's a good crowd you got here. It is a good crowd. Yeah. Um, you know what I thought we would do is after a retarded first half of the show is now we would do this really deep interview. Are you good with that? I... I'm sitting here. Yeah. Well, yeah. Do I have any choice? The microphone's blocking your escape, so <laughs> right. now you have to answer the questions. All right. right. This is one we asked. We kind of just mulled over the other day with some of our audience, and I thought this would be a good one for you, because you and I agree on almost everything, but we come from different directions sometimes to arrive at those destinations. True. Do you think it is right, and however you choose to define the term right, to wish ill on others even if they're your political enemies. Define wish ill. Like death? Oh, I, Destruction? Well, that, see, that's a good thing, though. That's, this is part of the conversation, because you, you know me. I'm the one that says, look, if you're, like, you're going to go shoot up someplace, don't do an elementary school, go shoot up a Fed building. Because like, some people need to get got. That's kind of always been my political position. Some right, people right, need right. to get got. And that's that's usually as far as I can go without. I mean, we're canceled. Come on, you know it doesn't matter. <laughs> but that's I've always been a little bit more that direction. And I think and you've always been the one to say, Alan, let's not go to an early grave. So I thought you might have a little bit different answer than me. Yeah, you know. So when you start talking about things like this, there's there's the conversation that happens in my head, mm -hmm. and there's the conversation that should happen in my head. And those are very often two very different conversations. Mm -hmm. The conversations in my head probably sound a lot like Alan Mosley sometimes, where there's some ill being wished. You know, we can have the moon whisper that to people. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying to okay. me. I'm right. just going to say. Right. Right. I, the trees can talk all they want. I don't want the moon. No, okay. I don't all want right. that. I, so as a Christian... I think it is my obligation to try to treat people as I would want them to treat me. And I don't want other people to wish ill upon me. Mm -hmm. So I think in the big scheme of things that as awful as these horrible politicians are, that we shouldn't wish ill upon them. Mm -hmm. That being said, I'm not going to say I haven't wished ill upon them. Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is I'm a hypocrite. Well, but that's okay. I mean, you, you, you can have differences of opinion based on the situation at hand, right? Right. So, I mean, there's people in our community that are arguing literally right now as we speak on what the morality is of taking power, seizing power, right. how you use such things, how you use it against other people. Because that's because you're, you're not grabbing it to put it in a lockbox like Al Gore, right? You're grabbing <laughs> it to use it. You're smiting, smiting your opponents, that's why everyone wants to have the ring, right? You right. want to you want to smite your opponents, but 
Well, that's a slippery slope. Isn't it, it is a slippery and, slope. I mean, do, do do any of us know right now that we have somebody that if you got the only vote and whoever you voted for, they got elected? Are you that sure whoever that guy is isn't going to turn around and use it on you? Are you? Oh, I'm not at all. Yeah. So I'm very wary of power, and I'm very wary of the concept that, or, or very cognizant of the idea that oftentimes you can become what you hate. Mm-hmm. It's a theme in literature, right? Mm-hmm. So if I start trying to use the tactics, the nastiness and the evil that these politicians are perpetrating on me, I could well become what they hate. And I think when you look at it systemically, if you use the system in the same way that's being used against you, mm-hmm. ultimately you're just going to become part of that same system. So there has to be a change of a mindset. You know, we talk about as libertarians non-aggression. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to have that mindset within the society before that is going to work. And um, so we have to demonstrate that we can't we can't do we can't be non-aggression if we're going to aggress. Mm-hmm. You know what I hate? What do you hate? Hypocrites. <laughs> well, thank you guys. And <laughs> right. uh, no, no, okay, here's here's a good one for you. I, if anything, sometimes this is a question. Sometimes you'll ask maybe online in different groups. And the question being, what was the last major issue you changed your mind on and why? And a lot of times people will always give the cop-out answer of, you know, the last time I changed my mind was all the way back before I discovered any of these principles that we have. But they're, they're principles, and they're logically sound, and that's what draws a lot of people to them. But a lot of issues, not Ross Ulbricht, by the way, but a lot of issues do have complexity and nuance. And I've changed my mind on things in the last few years, five years, ten years, but after I had already sort of come around to this school of thought. Mm-hmm. Do you have a major issue that in in recent years you've genuinely changed your mind on? Well, the, the first thing that comes to mind, the the last thing that that fell away from me was war. And, and that's not really recent, but but I was very much into this liberty mindset and still thinking that it's great that the United States is bombing mm-hmm. brown people in Iraq. So and and there was definitely a disconnect with that, you know, and and I and I finally came around to that. I'm trying to think if there's anything uh more recently. I think uh I think I've I've become very much more open borders than closed borders mm-hmm. probably in the last 3 or 4 years. And and the main reason for that is is recognizing that in order to have closed borders, you have to have a security state. And we've seen through the drug war what you get when you get a security state. Yeah. It's never just for the thing that they say they're going to use it for. And mm-hmm. and so I think that's probably probably the most recent thing that I can think of that's a big issue. I used to be pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to build that wall. Got to keep yeah. them out. Now, 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 I am still for building a wall around Florida because we get way too many people in there. But, yeah, you know. Yeah. Now, now, this is something you and I were discussing really, really recently. I guess when you first got back into town, talking about how some of the people who whatever they're, they have a standard deviation of this is this is something that I'm for that maybe you're not for. So we all of a sudden are diametrically opposed, but we think we're in the same school of thought. And borders is a that's a hot one. Mm-hmm. Open borders, closed border. That's a hot one. And I'll and I'll admit I'm an open borders person, and 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 but I I, I find the literature from Brian Kaplan to be very convincing. yeah absolutely. 
Um, but I actually think this might be one point that he, he might have touched on, but I don't think it was one of the central points. I think you make a great point, which is, okay, so let's be close borders. Well, who's going to be in charge? The Border Patrol. But they're shitty at everything they do. <laughs> the government is shitty at everything it does. So even if this is a thing you would want it to do, but you also know they don't do anything well, so it's just a non-starter. We, could, we can apply that to a lot of things. Yeah. You know, it's interesting how many things I've seen in the last year to two years where there's surveillance state issues that are being run by ICE. There's yeah. a lot of surveillance stuff that's coming through using that driver's license databases and all of these things that we talk about in surveillance. And mm-hmm. lo and behold, ICE is doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, you know. We, that's okay because we got to keep them people out. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I... Mike, I want you to say the phrase because you're so much better at it than I than, than than me. But you have one of the best phrase. I'll, I'll give you the tip. It's about your lily white neighbors and how they've been voting. That's my my favorite phrase you've ever said. Talking about wanting to keep people out because they're going to vote commie, but your lily white neighbors. Oh, yeah. Been, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My my lily white neighbors are voting commie, so I'm not sure that having the the guy from Mexico here is probably not going to vote anyway. It's really going to be a big yeah. problem. Yeah. But but I love that, and that's one of the things that Kaplan talks about yeah. is that people who are closed borders say we can't let more people in because they're going to come in and change the culture, and they're all going to vote left wing. They're all going to vote socialist. Have you talked to your neighbors lately? <laughs> right? They're all a bunch of left-wing socialists, all of them. So, I mean, we're evensies, right? I'm not saying that's good. I'm saying we're evensies at right, that point. Right. You know, there was all this school shooting stuff recently, and that's terrible. Yes. But one thing that I think most everyone agreed on, whether no matter what you feel like the solution is to dealing with school shootings, most people thought, that the PD down there didn't do a very good job. Yeah, that was that was not a good showing. So if your idea to fix shootings is to make sure those guys are the only <laughs> ones in charge of fixing the problem, how can that possibly be your answer? Let's make sure that they're the only ones with guns. Yes. Because they'll protect us. Yes, and Spanish ladies who hop fences. <laughs> yes. Those are the only people <laughs> who, can, who can fix it and save your kids. Right. All right, we're going to move on to the next one. You've written a lot. I have written a lot. Now, like, we, we talk about Walter Block and all of his published articles. Do, do you do that? Do you keep up with how many things you've had published and over the years? And Every once in a while, I'll go through the Tenth Amendment Center website and see, see what, the, what the article count is. And you've done a lot of speaking engagements, too. So it's kind of like a double whammy. You've spoken a lot. You've written a lot. Mm-hmm. Of all the things you've written about and spoken about over the years— if you could pick one right now, one topic, one thing you wrote, or just another talk to give, if you could pick one topic with the guarantee that every single man, woman, and child in the United States would see or hear it tonight, what's the one you would pick? Oh, that's a good one. Wow. Because mm-hmm. God knows they're not going to read another one. <laughs> right? So what's right, the one? Right, right, right. Um, gosh. Stumped you. Take that. It it's, only took it's four hard. years. It's hard because because yeah. I've written about. I mean, there's so many yeah. things that I've written about. Sure. Um, the the first thing. I mean, if I just go with the first thing that popped into my okay. head, it would probably be to try to explain what the Fed is actually doing to our money, mm-hmm. because I think that the the Fed is really the root of all of the other things. If you didn't have the Federal Reserve, 
monetizing mm-hmm. debt, then the federal government wouldn't be able to spend trillions of dollars doing all of the horrible things that they do. So that that was my first thought. But then it's like, you know, I could get preaching and, and mm-hmm. do the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's something that's That's another thing you should do and not me. <laughs> not yeah. you, yes. Yeah. Right, right? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's – there's uh, I'd, I'd probably go – if we're going to stick in the political model, I'd probably go with the – with the Fed, because I think most people don't understand it, but I think it will resonate with a lot of people. Because as I was discussing with a couple of people here today, I think most people do intuitively realize that there's something really effed up about the money mm-hmm. right now. So um, I just think that's a really important important issue that mm-hmm. people need to wrap their heads around. Or I could just talk about my constitution. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> you know. But I'll, I'll fully admit, since you opened up that can of worms, I, I, I have softened over the days about going after people about my constitution. Because you've, you, you and Bolden have convinced me about that, yeah, but you know, us 17 people, we already are on the same page. we got to talk to more people. And those people are about my constitution. Yeah. So you got to talk in their language. That's true. Yeah, I like that. I, I say that the Tenth Amendment is a gateway drug to liberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And nullification is very subversive in its own way. When you start talking about defying the feds, even though you're couching it in, you know, well, there's legitimately because we have the anti-commandeering, you're still basically telling people to say F off to the government. So I think that's a good mm-hmm. message to, uh, to, to put out there. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah right. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think, I think if I was going to pick one, because I'm going to answer – for me, for, for the me. things that I've written, <laughs> yeah, that you could no, talk about. No, just just picking one topic that everyone has to digest right, right now. Right, right. Given the political climate, I think I think we should all have a good conversation about national divorce. I like that too. Yeah, and and there's going to be people that do things the way we would not like them, but right. that's a part of the Tenth Amendment too, because we're not going to talk here in Tennessee. We're not going to worry so much about what they do in Oregon, are we? Because we got our own problems. Absolutely. That's. I've I've always felt like maybe maybe with the polarization that we currently exist in, maybe that's the next avenue to springboard tack and talking about the Tenth Amendment yeah. is that, man, those guys over there trying to enforce their will on you, hey, buddy, I got a secret. And but that works right or left wing. Right. If the right wing's in and all the lefties are harump for rump, say, hey, I got a, I got a solution for you. Mm-hmm. When the lefties get in and the rights are all upset, hey, I got a solution for you. It works mm-hmm. for everybody. You know, and there's, I think there's a lot more palatable that's, – that's a much more palatable message than it was five years ago. Yes. Or ten years ago especially. I mean I can remember when I first started with the Tenth Amendment Center. We, we, we intentionally stayed away from the S word because we were getting called racist mm-hmm. enough because we were talking about nullification. So, you know, secession, that's next-level racism. Mm-hmm. But I think today there is so much – we've become so polarized. I think there is a lot more – Oh, yeah, maybe we could be mm-hmm. different and mm-hmm. leave each other alone. But then for some reason that – but we've got to make them do this. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. Let's say we wake up tomorrow. We wake up tomorrow. That's, that's an if at this point. <laughs> right? No, uh, I'll wake up. It, the question is, am I going to sleep tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <clears throat> if we wake up tomorrow and a free society beyond our wildest dreams exists – What's next for Mike Meharry? I'm going to the beach. <laughs> I do that anyway. Yeah, exactly. 
No other plans? Just retire? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. I all of the skills I have mm-hmm. go into fighting the state. So if mm-hmm. the state's suddenly gone, I'm useless to society. So yeah, I guess I'll have to just play my saxophone and yeah. See, the only other person I've asked that question is Scott Horton, but it was for it wasn't just for every it was for war because it's Scott. Right. And I'd ask Scott if there's no more war ever, what do you do next? And he just said I'd find something else. He's not taking a single day off, but this guy, I'm going to the beach. <laughs> I'm old. It's I'm like I am old enough to live in the retirement communities now, so I can oh. start thinking about. Oh, those retirement. are those are nice, Dave. We could we could do that. We could do a podcast from the retirement community. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You know, we should do the next. It's too late by my pool. Okay. Ne- the next like live show. Yeah. I'll let you tell Cynthia we're doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, all right. Uh, well, it's about time we begin getting on, I think. Where can people go to support you in the Tenth Amendment Center? You can go to TenthAmendmentCenter.com. It's all spelled out. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage you to go there even if you don't want to support what we're doing because you can at least see what we're doing. And there's a really cool thing there if you go on the main page – on like the things to read, you can download a free, it's about a 50-page PDF called the State of the Nullification Movement that if you don't know what we're talking about when we say nullification or how you can apply this to actual issues, it goes through issue by issue. It goes through the philosophy, and it's a great free download that you can use to introduce yourself to all of this stuff. And uh, if you are interested in supporting what we're doing, you can do it for as little as like two bucks a month. And uh, we really appreciate all the supporters that we have out there because mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, what we're doing is it's practical work. Mm-hmm. And, and I was telling, I was telling somebody earlier tonight, you know, a lot of us, I think would prefer that we have no state whatsoever. Right. Right. We just yeah. get rid of the whole thing, <laughs> but we live, we live in a world with a state. And so how do we confront that in the here and now? And how can we create space for liberty? And if I'm going to have to deal with this state, I would at least prefer that it's not locking people in a cage for a plant, that it's not spying on me, that it's not sending uh, you know, our, our youngsters off to war. And we can do things within the system as it exists to create more space for liberty, teach people subversively this idea of saying no, and, and hopefully uh, build for more liberty in the future. So it's, it's a way to practically confront the state on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and that's what we do over at the tax so yeah absolutely thank you, thank you. plus you get paid <laughs> if, if people donate you get paid yeah, that's right and if they don't that's then, a plus and then yeah, and, yeah. and, and, and i'm volunteering again mike we're gonna get you out of here on this one all right you know it's always time <laughs> it's it's like oh god here we go i'm going to the beach that's right is, i am tomorrow is coffee a fruit juice. Okay, you answer it. <laughs> no, don't egg him on. No, no, sorry. Is coffee a fruit juice? Mm-hmm. So to answer that question, you have to look at the basic ingredient of coffee, which would be the coffee bean. Correct. So is the bean a fruit? Mm-hmm. What is the bean? I don't know. I don't drink coffee, so this isn't really. So. I'm going to so, say it is. 
So it's a, it's a fucking fruit juice. That's what I'm being told. I'm going with that. Dave, you got the button? Uh, no, I don't. T- take your time. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, we're waiting for the ding. Yeah. There you go. All right. So a coffee bean is actually the seed of a coffee plant, which grows fruits. Coffee is a fruit juice. All right. Well, there. See, I'm right. There you go. Um, Dave, I think we better wrap this the fuck up. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I think it's about time. Yeah. I wish we had your thing so the other Dave would walk and say, we better shut it down. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should just shut it down. We're going to be back to wrap up the show right after this last commercial break. Don't go away. Okay, if you want to. You can stay there if you want to. We're just kind of... If you're enjoying tonight's show, consider supporting the program by becoming a member of our Patreon. That's over at patreon.com slash Alan Mosley. Like our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Alan Mosley TV. You can follow me on Twitter. It's twitter.com at Alan Mosley TV. Subscribe to our YouTube page. It's youtube.com slash Alan Mosley TV. Anytime, Dave. Just hit the button. There you go. We're also on Odyssey. Go and support a free speech platform. It's odyssey.com. It's too late with Alan Mosley or at Alan Mosley TV. For more of a listener than a watcher, get us on your favorite podcasting platform or choice thanks to Anchor FM. It's anchor.fm slash Alan Mosley TV. Dave, do you have a final thought? Oh, do I ever. No, I, I, this is amazing. It was really fun to do this live. All the behind-the-scenes stuff that everybody got to watch. I want to thank everybody for hanging out this late, because mm-hmm. it is way too late. Yeah. I, I, I hope we get to do this again next year and see if anybody actually shows up, because that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> I think not. <laughs> I think, I think, I think we're just, this is it. We're yeah. just done yeah. after this. I mean, we're just done. I don't think we're going to do an episode next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to say a few quick thank yous before the slow jazz wears out because we got to roll the credits. A uh, few people that couldn't be here with us tonight. Uh, some are very far away. Some are even in heaven. Uh, we're going to start with the one that's in heaven. So we talked about him last week. Our friend Glenn who could not be here, but I know he would have absolutely loved it if he was here. I'm telling you, if you had hit nobody gives a shit when I said his <laughs> eulogy, Glenn would have thought that was the funniest thing that ever happened. Um, our friend the pun master Andrew Avery wasn't here and I forgot to read his puns you want me to do that should I read Andrew Avery's puns really quick alright let me let me read Andrew Avery's puns really quick Uh, we've saved some hot sauce for you Andrew Um, and look I'm still alive so I'm sure it's fine Um, while I'm looking these up also our friend Carl Huber Carl was instrumental in making this shit happen absolutely instrumental all the way on the west coast he couldn't be here with us but he was absolutely fantastic uh all right this is from andrew number one if you stepped on one of your pat crest botanical gummies would you be wearing high heels (laughs) uh let's see because even i'm skipping a couple of these (laughs) if you have too much banana pudding will you do extra time on the peloton He also said, "Should Chinese kids check out euthanasia.com?" But we didn't. We didn't do a euthanasia.com tonight. We didn't even just go. Go ahead and play. Hit us. Hit a euthanasia. So. 
Yeah. Oh, there it is, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's right. All right, last one. Were World War I soldiers who survived mustard gas and pepper spray seasoned veterans? Well, Andrew, the people have spoken. <laughs> I hate to say. But we love you all the same. Dave, um, we'll probably just shut it down, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we're down. done. Guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of It's Too Late. And we will see you next week. Are, are we doing an after party? Do what? After party. <laughs> oh God! No, go. If Aaron were here as our mod, he'd be posting those Patreon and PayPal links. Oh, you got to yeah. pay for that shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Adam. You wouldn't still be here. It's a shame. Yeah. Hey, the music made it to the end of the credits. Perfect, man. Nice.